Tech Chat. Malcolm Turnbull announced that the laws of math do not apply here. <laughs> One of my favourite brands of comedy aerial is brown people and black people making fun of white people. Senators have been dropping like flies recently. Shouting out the fact that in the Knowles Carter family, women just have one name. Backchat on FBI Radio. You're listening to Backchat on FBI Radio 94.5, the freshest wrap of news and current affairs on your radio. You're with Natalie Sekulovska and Swetha Dust. Hey, Swetha, I, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know how much you have in your super fund? <laughs> Is that how you're going to start the show? <laughs> no, I, I really, I don't know what's... How much is in my super fund? I don't even know how to check. Um, I bet no one listening knows how to. Do yeah. you reckon any of them do? I'm not actually sure. Like, I, I Let's hear from our listeners, actually. So uh, you can text in and let us know if you know how yeah. much is in your super fund. Please brag. Um, let us know. 0409-945-945. Text in. Let us know if you know anything about your super, because I bet you don't. And this is a great segue, because we are going to be talking about the S word super with Xavier from Choice. And we also have a fantastic interview with a young farmer, Edwina Higgins, about the drought affecting rural and regional parts of New South Wales. Uh, but first, um, just want to tell everyone you're listening to Backchat. Yeah. Backchat on FBI Radio. Yeah, I just wanted to try that out. <laughs> Let's try this one. It is absolutely laughable. The woman's off her tree. <laughs> Backchat, your alternative to talk back. Uh, so, Swetha and I had a lot of fun listening to those before. <laughs> we found old stings and we're going to be playing them throughout the show, so get ready for that. Uh, but first, let's talk about what is the big news of the week. Um, yeah. And that I have a lot to vent about. Okay, what do you have to vent about, Swetha? Okay, it's not about super. It's okay. something a bit spicier. Okay. Um, you would think that News Corp journalists attending journalism classes would be an exciting new learning experience for them all. But it turns out that they are attending these classes because they want to check up on universities teaching students about journalism and I guess like what is their ideological stance on it. Yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So T- tell me more. I will tell you. So the big story that's happened this week is that the Daily Telly, they came and they sat in a few lectures of um, of a lecturer called Fiona Martin at the University of Sydney, who's a fantastic professor in media and democracy there and she was talking about data privacy and she was I, I guess being flippant it wasn't a great joke but she was saying um uh you know if you're searching you know spicy topics on google or you know bing they are gonna mine your data so she was like if you're going to commit suicide use a database oh use a search engine that is like xyz that doesn't mine your data a poor joke but unlucky because there was a a journalist from the Daily Telly sitting in that lecture and came out with the story being like, University of Sydney, prestigious university, you know, giving advice on how to commit suicide through search engines and blah, blah, blah. And they've just been hounding her. Um, and I just, you know, it really goes to show what spin is being used against, like against university professors. Yeah, I think um, this is definitely really interesting. And I think the first thing that kind of came to my mind when you mentioned this is the fact that what are these journalists doing at universities i mean don't they have better things to do don't look i'm not gonna like go to you (laughs) go to some classes look if you want to learn relearn how to write a lead (laughs) or a headline (laughs) fantastic but i mean so you know what okay the reason why i want to talk about it is actually i have been personally involved with a story like this so in 2014 um everyone's favorite 
I know your favorite, Nat, Shari Markson. She came into one of my lectures in 2014, my first year at university. She sat down in one of my media landscapes tutorials. Um, she like came in um, and no one knew who she was. She was in a hoodie and she sat in and she was listening to a lecture. And um, my lecturer, Penny O'Donnell, she's fantastic. She was writing about, she was talking about News Corp. <laughs> and she was saying that, you know, News Corp uses naked political pressure. And she was talking about like media oligarchies. And it's all really important topics and was critical to News Corp, which I think is important to instill in young journalists. Uh, but Sherry Markson did not like it. And she wrote a huge expose and it really just took down UTS and UCID media professors. Um and it seems that it's been happening four years on with Fiona Martin. I mean, what does that say about journalism today? Yeah, and I think um, just News Corp generally, really. <laughs> I mean, um, everything that's happening with Sky News at the moment. Uh, so just to give you a bit of background for anyone who hasn't heard. <laughs> uh, so far-right extremist Blair Cottrell appeared on Sky News recently. And so there was obviously outrage about that. Uh, why would you have a someone who has espoused particular views on a public platform? Uh, and so since then, there have been calls, especially on Twitter, to pull Sky News from Australian airports, mm. railway stations, yeah. other you know public arenas. Um, and so Melbourne Metro yeah. actually took the step to pull Sky News from their train platforms. So where the advertisements usually are, yes. they have a huge screen. And so they play Sky News. And I've actually noticed this in Sydney as well. Yeah. Uh, I- just in the CBD. So around Central, Town Hall, they have these big screens and they play Sky News. And it's always kind of struck me struck me as, you know, you have all of these <laughs> broadcasters to choose from. Why would you go for Sky News? So Melbourne has mm. pulled Sky News. Sydney hasn't. But... News Corp recently came out, they shot back, they called this pulling of Sky News from uh, train stations, they called this Stalinist tactics and retrograde socialist style censorship. But I mean, I think this has triggered the question of what are we really censoring here? Uh, Playing Sky News on train stations, it isn't journalism. Effectively, it's an ad. That's where an ad would usually be anyway. And Sky News has essentially admitted as much. So, you know, if there's enough public might to, I guess, sway airlines and particular train networks away from certain publications or even people, I mean, that's business at the end of the day. It's it's not censorship. I just, I don't really understand the model of those, those screens and the train stations. Like, what, I saw MTV was playing on it. Channel, there was an ad for Channel 7 TV shows. There's ad for, like, you know, insurance companies. Like, who determines what goes on those TV screens? Where does the money go? Is it any of it is... Is it taxpayer dollars? Like, I have no idea. I'd love to know because I think that would really influence what they would put on those screens. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a public space. So why not play a public broadcaster? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Backchat alumni, Madison Connaughton actually tweeted about it. She said, it's curious why ABC News, the public broadcaster, isn't the government's broadcaster of choice for public spaces. I agree. I mean, just I, I would love to see Lee Sales at Wynyard every day. 24-7 on loop. Or Q&A all day? Uh, no, that okay. can't be. <laughs> it gets everyone on the trains faster, hey? Exactly. Um, we've got a lot of texts in, which is really exciting. So Tom from Newtown says that he's got four handy 
in his account. Is that a lot? I don't know. I'm not actually sure. You're retiring with that. I don't think we know much about Super either, so. Yeah, so Scott has texted in and he says, Hey, my Gov site allows you to check Super as one of its options in our pages. I also have about 100K. Whoa, 10 years of teaching and nine years of part-time casual work brought me to that grand figure. Wow, Scott. Do you want to come on the show to hang out? <laughs> wow. Um, and shout out to Oz, who is listening. Um, thanks for listening. And also someone else has also texted asking if um, the Penny O'Donnell story was the Sherry Marks an undercover mission. It was actually. And um, in the paper version, she put up a photo of her in a hoodie <laughs> taking a selfie in an wow. elevator. And the caption was like, um, dressing up as a university student to blend in. Um, did she blend in? Did anyone pick her out? To be honest, no one really knows what she looks oh, like. Oh, right. Yeah, that's like most news corp journalists. I mean, they're print. <laughs> they're print. And, you know, it's not... <laughs> Left-wing university is not the best place to be noticed. <laughs> she, she really didn't have to wear the hoodie. Um, yeah. Well, we're loving the texts that are coming through. So we'd love to hear more of your thoughts. So text us in on 0409-945-945 and let us know what you think. I think we're going to go to a song at the moment yeah let's go um, to a song we have um vance joy he has a new album um it's called um nation of two and the song is saturday sun we'll be back soon thanks for listening to back chat you're on back chat text in on 0409 945 945 that's right. You're listening to Backchat on FBI Radio 94.5. You're with Swetha Dust and Natalie Sekulovska. That was Stargazing by Travis Scott. And before that, we had the tune Saturday Sun by Vance Joy. Yes, let's get straight into the show. Now, unfortunately, Edwina can't make it to the studio. Um, but right now, we're going to be talking about Super. Now, I want to know from our listeners, have you ever looked at your payslip and wonder where it all goes? Well, there's a big part of what you earn that you can't touch. And whether you want to or not, each of us is forced to put nearly 10% of our salary towards $2.7 trillion industry that charges fees for things we sometimes don't need or for services that aren't even provided at all. Now, this morning, we're talking about superannuation, which is the current focus on the Banking Royal Commission, and things have been getting pretty juicy there this week. And we want to hear from you. So do you know how much money is in your super? Text in 0409-945-945. Tell us if you have no idea, any idea, if you're adulting really well, if you're on top of it. Uh, But right now, we have Xavier from Choice, who leads the campaign and policy team at Consumer Advocacy Group, Choice. And of course, he's been keeping a close eye at the Royal Commission. Hi, Xavier. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Now, we'll start you off with a question that we're asking our audience. Do you know how much is in your super fund? I do. I checked it last week. Oh, <laughs> in yeah. preparation for the show? No, I'm just a big nerd. Oh, I okay. like super. Yeah. <laughs> you check every week? Or... <laughs> I try not to check too often, no. But I changed my investment um, options around uh, last week when I, when I had a look at it. Um, so that's why I was, I was checking in. Well, for those of us who aren't nerds, can you explain? <laughs> <laughs> what a road just <laughs> 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 No, no, no. It's a good thing to be a nerd because it's not a good thing to be ignorant and know, in the it's dark. True, it's true. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> so, can you explain in thirty seconds or more what superannuation is? Yeah, so superannuation is basically your money that gets put away for you for when you retire. 
So you can't really access it until you're about 60, 65, depending on um, the rules. Um, but it, at the moment, it takes about 9.5% of your salary and um, squirrels it away somewhere. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know where that is or how much they've got in there. Um, but it's really important because it's the kind of money you're going to be surviving on when you're older. Totally, yeah. I, I guess so. Why do you think people don't care? Yeah, I think because it's so far off into the future, it's understandable. And you get forced to buy this product as well, essentially. So um, it's not something people are actively choosing and thinking about, like maybe their mobile phone contract or things like that. Um, yeah, most people you know, won't get it for another 30 years. So it's a really far off into the future um, thought process. And I think especially because it's so distant from young people that they're the ones who really don't care. And I think, I mean, speaking just from personal experience, I do a lot of part-time jobs and each of my employers have a super fund attached to the, and then they're like, you should join this super fund. I'm like, I don't care. So I just join it. Um, and now like people just have like, I, I think I'm with three super funds. Like, I guess, you know, how do we incentivize young people to care more about super if it's so distant? Yeah, that's a really common experience. There's about 40% of the funds that are floating around out there are all duplicates. So that's two sets of fees, two sets of insurance. Um, so it can be really costly and it's your money. So um, if you think about it in, you know, weekly terms, you might be taking out, you know, $15 a week if you've got lots of insurance in there. Um, so think about what $15 a week would mean to you today. And it's a, it's a lot of extra money in your pocket yeah. that you're really just uh, doing away with by not focusing on at the moment. And what are the different kinds of super funds? Are any of them generally better than some of the others? So the government's tried to make it a bit easier for you and they've created things that are called default funds or sometimes they're referred to as my super funds. And they tend to be a kind of lower cost um option that is has a bit of a mixed um, investment option so it's kind of seen as being something that's um, generally good for everyone yeah and what do super funds charge you for you mentioned before insurance why why would they do that yeah so it's, it was government policy um, recently to um, provide life insurance through everyone's super fund it was to help to cover people if they couldn't work ever again or if they passed away and had dependents, if you've got kids or um, family that relies on you, uh, the idea is to have a bit of money there um, to look after those people when you can't work. Mm, okay, well, I'm glad that people are really engaging with this topic, surprisingly. All about super. We got a text in. Uh, so someone texted in. They said that super is important and everyone should have an interest. Retirement planning should start early as there is no way the government will help millennials by the time we retire. You can do something called a super check to find any lost super and then put it in one account. Mine is linked to my Westpac account. So people are on it. Um, so there's a thing you can do where you consolidate all your super accounts together? Yeah, so this is a really good time to do it as well because people are starting to look at doing their taxes at the moment if you're getting in early. And you can actually do it through the same MyGov portal and you can check on the ATO website um, and see how many super funds you've got because uh, a lot of people have got more than one and that's costing you extra money. So um, you can look at those and you can consolidate you know, your super funds through the MyGov website as well. So they make it a lot easier than it used to be in the past. There's no paperwork anymore. You can do it all online. Yeah, so another thing that young people, I think, are a bit distant from is the Banking Royal Commission. And the commission's focused a lot on what banks have done 
and kind of what we should do moving forward. But I mean, something that came out in the last week or couple of weeks is super. So the Banking Royal Commission are spending a fortnight. So looking at the super system, what have we learned so far from this commission? Yeah, it's been a little bit scary so far. Was uh, There's been um, a few big revelations coming out around people being charged fees without any service being delivered. And we're talking, in one case, it's about $85 million for um, just customers of um, NAB and their MLC super brand. Um, so that's a huge amount of money that's getting sucked out of people's accounts and, um, and they're missing out on. But, um, yeah, there's, there's been a range. In, in the super industry, there's... Um, there's kind of two main types of funds. There's your for-profit funds and your retail funds and the retail, sorry, and your um, industry funds. So you probably have seen all the advertisements of those with people cupping their hands on TV. Um, the the um, not-for-profit um, industry funds um, have been really outperforming uh, on average for the retail funds. And um, in terms of the kind of misconduct that's coming through in the Banking Royal Commission, we're really seeing that it's really those retail for-profit, the big banks that are, um, got the real problems and the industry funds, there's just not the level of misconduct that we're seeing there. So um, the real clear message coming out from this week is um, if you're in one of these retail funds, you really need to uh, have a close look at what's happening to your money. Well, you've mentioned some pretty hectic behaviour from places like NAB, but what consequences will they face? Yeah, so there's potentially um, criminal charges, depending on um, what the Royal Commission uncovers over the next week as well. Um, they're, they're able to make recommendations around um, whether there should be criminal charges, but at the very least, these funds are having to refund people. Um, so... Um, if you're in one of these funds, it's really uh, worthwhile paying attention because there could be refunds coming your way um, and it's worth finding out if you're affected. Yeah, so we're running out of time here, but we've made a promise. We said we'd tell everyone a simple trick to make thousands of dollars. <laughs> what is one thing that everyone should do right now that can help them get on track with their super? Yeah, it's the one I mentioned before. <laughs> Get onto MyGov when you do your taxes and combine your super accounts. Um, you're basically wasting money otherwise. Um, and the Productivity Commission estimated that you'll be about $50,000 better off at retirement if you take that one simple step. So get on it. We have a text in. There's a question from Jaden from the Blue Mountains. Maybe you can answer it. I'm not sure. I feel like my dad could answer this. I check. So he, he says, I checked my super last week and it seemed like an okay amount, but how much is it recommended to retire on? Yeah, so there's some um, figures out there that um, different industry bodies come up with um, to give you an idea of what a safe level of retirement is. Um, so you can look those up. It's called the ASFA um, calculator, and you can look that up online. So I'm not sure what the exact figure is at the moment, but I think it's somewhere around if you retired today, you would need about $500,000 or so. And wow. that's if you that's if you own your home as well, which uh, increasingly that's people don't own their home. So you're getting closer to a um, million dollars if you don't own a home when you come to retirement. So it's a lot of money you got to squirrel away. <laughs> <laughs> thank God it's an audio medium because I just freaked out. Daces right now. 500k. That's if you own a home. Scott texted in early on and he said that he had he had 100k and I was like, wow, Scott, well done. <laughs> Don't brag. Um, we got other texts in. Um, someone said that they rate they rate super heaps. Not very into the tax man, but I very much love my mates. Another person <laughs> made an analogy. So they said super is 
just like people when they switch between Coles and Woolworths because Tim Tams is on special for 50 cents cheaper, yet they don't check their super worth thousands of dollars. Think about the logic. That's from Aaron from Castle Hill um, and from Gary and Jessica. They say, good advice from the guy from Choice. Thanks, Xavier. They should just abolish super so we can all go home. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> Thanks, Gary and Jessica. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you so much for coming in, Xavier. Really yeah. appreciate it. Um, we'll keep talking about Super, I reckon, in the future because we're pretty passionate about it. And we love that our listeners are passionate exactly. about it too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Back Chat on FBI Radio 94.5. Um, we're going to be wrapping up the show soon. But I do have an announcement to make before we do that. Uh, so you may have seen that we have applications for reporters open. So you should be getting your apps in before 20 August. If you want to be a reporter with us at Backchat, you'll be creating packages and you'll have something to show on your resume. Uh, so if you're looking to get into that media, you know, radio is great. So this is the place that you want to start. Get your applications in. Uh, just do a quick Google search and it will come up on the FBI Radio website. Uh, that's all we have for the show today uh thank you uh to cam for being producing, producing yep, today thanks, um, he's in the producer's seat and, and thank you for co-hosting with me now no it's been great i really appreciate it i enjoy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's all we have for the show today we're gonna leave you with a track from Nicki minaj's new album just launched today it's called queen this is bed featuring ariana grande we'll see you all next week